0: You are listening to WoW Wish Only Well Radio with your host, Shervon Gross, marriage and family therapist, inspirational coach, and motivational speaker. WoW Radio Show is designed to encourage, inspire, and motivate you to be the best version of yourself. My guests and I come to educate and uplift. We come to WoW to help you get on and stay on your road to greater. Today is a good day to WoW. Wish Only Well all across the world. Let's go. Wherever you are in the world, good day, good people, good day. Welcome to WOW, Wish Only Well radio broadcast. I am your host, Siobhan Gross. I come to WOW, and by WOW, I mean to wish only well all across the world. It is a wonderful, wonderful day indeed. It is a good day to WOW someone. And by wow, I mean to wish only well. Listen, guys, I am the founder of Siobhan Growth MFT LLC, where we pride ourselves on helping individuals and families achieve greater, and by greater I mean goals, results, empowerment, aspirations, transformation, elevation, rejuvenation. We are a team at Siobhan Growth MFT LLC providing individual therapy, family therapy, couples therapy, and marital therapy. We also provide assessments and evaluations and workshops tailored specifically to meet the needs of your group or your employees. Siobhan Gross MFT LLC, we want to help you get on and stay on your road to greater. Listen, guys, it is a wonderful, wonderful day. Right? We are already in the third month of this 2022 year already. Can you believe it? I cannot believe it. Listen, this is an interesting fact. So I've been pretty much doing this um, all uh, month, right? So far, I mean, I know that we're only in the third day of the month, but I wanted to uh, share with you that today is national. I want you to be happy day. Yay, I want you to be happy day. So I thought that this was very fitting, and it goes in well with what, wow, wish only well is All about right. It's all of wow. It's all about encouraging, inspiring, and motivating people to get on and stay on their road to greater. Encouraging people to be the best version of themselves. Well, since today is National I Want You to Be Happy Day, it also fits in just perfectly with the fact that March is also known as Women's History Month. Um, This is the month where we celebrate uh, women and the accomplishments that women have made um, throughout um, throughout the time. Um, and so the National Women's History Alliance has designated this year's theme as women providing healing and promoting hope, right? I think that if you have hope, then you can certainly be happy, right? <laughs> or vice versa. If you're happy, you probably more than likely has hope. So anyway, providing women providing healing and promoting hope is the designated theme for this year's Women History Month. Um, this theme is, um, and I quote, is both a tribute to the ceaseless work of caregivers and frontline workers during um, this ongoing pandemic, and also a recognition of the thousand of ways that women of all cultures, of all cultures, have provided both healing and hope throughout history. Mm, women, we haven't just started being great ladies. We've always been great. We haven't just started being women of wisdom. Wow! Or women winning only women. Wow! Because we have always been women winning only women, uh, women of of wisdom, right? And women who wish only well to other women. So as I said, pondering the words, healing and hope, I just kept pondering that and was trying to figure out what do I do with that and how do I incorporate this into um, our conversation tonight. I am flying solo again, guys, but hey, it's a good thing and I intended for it to be that way. I've had... um, Quite a bit of speakers that have been special guests, I should say, that have been coming on the Wild Wish Only Well live television broadcast with me. Um, yesterday, we had the fabulous and the phenomenal Tonya Parker uh, to come on. Uh, I just thought it was so awesome to have her on, being that she is the chief um, diversity officer um, uh, and uh at at an all-women's college, right? So how cool is that? And so I do have uh, a lot of phenomenal women that will be coming on throughout the month month of March um, as we celebrate Women's History Month and we showcase uh, Winning Only Women Anyone who's doing anything positive in this life, anyone who's just trying to uh, really make a difference in the world, make a difference uh, even in your families, um, can be a winning only woman. So it's not that you have to have your own business or that you have to be at the uh, you know the top uh, level management uh, where you may be working. It's not about that. It's all about celebrating the accomplishments um of women who are doing things uh, that makes a difference, right if you are raising your children to the best of your ability and your children's your children are doing phenomenal in school um, you know you know you're doing your thing as a parent, um, whether you are working or not working, uh, we celebrate you we're just celebrating women who are just doing positive things in positive ways and so. Anyway, let me get back to the topic. I I sat pondering the words healing and hope. Um, And I thought about, like, these are two very essential words uh, that we hold dearly during these very uncertain times. Uh, We're just truly living in really uh, difficult, uh, well, I should say uncertain times. Uh, We've had a a lot of loss. Um, There's been a lot of sickness. Um, And still is a lot of sickness, a lot of hurt, a lot of grief. Um, You know, in my uh, private practice, I see uh, a lot of women who are carrying heavy loads. Um, I see women who are mentally exhausted, women who are on an emotional overload. I see a lot of brokenness. um, And there's just a need for women to heal. Um, There's a need... Not only for women to heal, but there's also a need for women to know that there's hope. Um, And let me be clear about that. I'm not saying that all women are in a desolate place. Um, I'm not saying that all women are broken. I'm not saying that all women are on emotional overload. I'm not saying that every woman or all women are carrying heavy loads, right? I'm not implying that... Every woman or all women are experiencing negativity in their lives, like their whole life is, I'm not saying that, but there are some women um, that I know that are experiencing some challenges uh, right now in life. And even though you may not be experiencing some right now, you either have experienced some in the past or you will experience some in the future. It's just a part of life. It's just, that's just the way that it goes. But for those of us who may be in a better position, uh, for those women who have come out on the other side stronger and better, we need to make sure that we are more intentional uh, about reaching back to pull up another woman that may not be where we are, another woman who might not be in that better position right now, another woman who may not be stronger, and another woman who just might not be better at this particular time. So I think that there is, um, that we have a duty, right? Um, I, I like to quote um, my First Lady. She says this a lot, and it is biblical, so it, it's not like it's her word. Um, but she says it, that we are helpers one to another. And uh, I think that that's just so important. If we could always just remember that, that we are Um, helpers one to another, and if we would be about that, not just say it, but to literally put that into action, to be willing to help each other, the world would be such a better place. And it can all start with women because we are typically very influential. Um, We have a lot of uh, knowledge, a lot of wisdom, a lot of power, right? And um, this is not to say that men doesn't, but hey, this is my show, and we're talking about women. We're celebrating Women's History Month, so this is so this talk is is catered to women. I'm talking to all of my sisters, right? And uh, blacks, whether you're black, white, Hispanic, whatever, women. You know, this world isn't just made of one race. It isn't. Just, it isn't just uh, uh, made up of, of one culture. Um, so I'm talking to women in general, all women, um, because we need each other. Um, black women uh, need white women, and white women need black women, and so on and so forth. We need each other in order to be great in this uh, particular world, right, in order to make a difference, right? Um, I know we talk a lot about the racial injustice, um, you know, the socioeconomic uh, disparities, there are a lot of things that actually go on, but if we could just sit down and have these conversations um, to figure out um, our strength and how we can actually balance each other, or offset um, to make things right, I do believe that the world would be so much better. And uh, I'm sorry, I'm biased, I'm sure, because I am a woman, but I just really believe that the key... Making things better and making things right in this world starts with women. That's just me. Fight me. Fight me on it. (laughs) So, anyway, so in thinking about those two words, right, healing and hope, um, for those of you who may be tuning in, who's just might be tuning in right now. We are celebrating uh, Women's History Month, and the National Women's History Alliance has de- designated this year's theme um, Women Providing Healing uh, and Promoting Hope. Um, and so we're focusing on these two words um, as we uh, have a conversation here. Um, so it started with me thinking about those two words healing and hope, right? because mm-hmm, we definitely need to heal from some things uh, and you know what, and to be honest, you know one of the things that we do need to heal from is you know the the differences that we see um in the way that we are treated um i I know that we have the the race issue, right um but then there's also the issue of us not being compensated, um, like our male counterparts are being compensated. So there is just a lot of unfair and uh, um, unfair treatment, unequal treatment um, that women um, have had to endure. And so it's really time out for that. But And the way that we start to address these issues is being able to have conversations about the issues, right? And so, part of what we're going to talk about too is when we have a problem, what do we do with that? What do we do when we have a problem? Um, and so, anyway, so we, so my two words today that we're focusing on is a, a part of is coming from that the uh, theme for Women's uh, History Month, and again, those two words are hope and healing, or healing and hope. So, what can we do to help women heal? That's the first question. So I, I I've turned those two words into two questions that I think that we're that I'm going to attempt to answer. Um, that I hope will uh, help us, you know, as we uh, as we uh, celebrate Women's History Month. So what can we do to heal? What can we do to help women heal? So one thing we need to do is stop turning a blind eye. I mean, let's just. Let's just get right down to it. One of the things we need to do is just stop turning a blind eye. And what I mean by that is we need to stop pretending like we don't see um, the struggle, right? We need to stop pretending like we don't see our sister struggling, right? And when I say struggle, I don't want you to just think automatically about a financial struggle, right? That is a struggle, and if we see that someone is having a, a financial struggle and we are in a position where we can help someone then by all means then we should right um but there's more than just a financial struggle that people go th- uh, that people uh, go through right there's an emotional struggle um a mental struggle a spiritual struggle you know right and just Uh, Even a social struggle, not having, you know, the adequate social support that you need, um, that's a struggle. And so we need to just stop pretending like we don't see those struggles, right? And let me say this, too, you know, because I'm saying that in reference to another woman. Um, You know, like if we see another woman struggling, that we should... Um, acknowledge that and not really turn a blind eye or act as though we don't see it. But I also want to say that we also need to stop pretending like we're okay, because sometimes we turn a blind eye to our own needs, to our own emotional needs, to our own financial needs, to our own mental and spiritual and social needs, right? We get into this a habit of pretending like everything is okay when everything really isn't okay. And so one of the ways um, we need to start to heal is by stop pretending like everything is okay or stop acting like we don't see things. So in other words, we had to stop uh, ignoring um, when we know that there is a problem or when we know that we're struggling with certain things. Um, and how do we do this, right? How do we do it? So we do this by acknowledging that there is a problem, right? That's the way that we start. We start by acknowledging that there is a problem, right? And we, and how we acknowledge that there is a problem, we admit that we need help. There's nothing wrong with admitting that we need help. We don't always do that, right? We don't always admit that we need help. And, you know, and we're talking about helping other women um, heal as well. So even though we look at our situations and we see that uh, we are struggling, right, we have to acknowledge that we have a problem there. But remember, I also said that in order for us to help our fellow sister, then we also have to acknowledge sometimes that they're having a problem, right? And how do we do that? We can offer help. We don't necessarily have to just come out and just blatantly say what the problem may actually be, but we can just offer help, right? You know, if you see somebody struggling with childcare, you know, you can just ask, you know, I'm free on, um, you know, this day, you know, uh, you know. If it's someone that you know and you know that you have a trusting relationship, of course you just, it, you know, it'd be a red flag for me if if a parent just let any old body help their child. But, but that's just just being open and available to help someone, right? Offer that help. And even if you don't offer help, you know, like even if you're not in a position where you can actually help that particular person, Um, I think we're all in a position where we can encourage someone to get the help that they need or encourage someone to receive the support or help them even to maybe identify a support system or where they may be able to get help from. But the, the main thing is is that we want to, when we see an opportunity, we want to act on that opportunity, right? We want to offer that help. We want to encourage someone to get the help uh, or to receive the report, support that they need, you know, before it's too late or before the problem gets worse before the problem gets out of hand. And the same thing for us. We need to make sure that we're taking care of ourselves when we have a problem. We need to admit that we have a problem. And even if we can't admit that we have a problem or we don't know exactly what the problem is, you know, we we still have to acknowledge that there is something wrong, right? And sometimes just acknowledging that something is wrong can prompt us um, to further explore Uh, you know, what is this, you know, to get to the root of what it actually is. Like it is something. I can't put my hand on it. But if we would at least acknowledge that something is wrong and when we don't maybe know exactly what the problem is, but when we are able to acknowledge that something is wrong, it's a prompt for us to be able to reach out to someone that may be able to help us to identify what the problem is. And that doesn't necessarily always have to be a therapist, um, right? It could be your pastor. It could be your uh, trusted, you know, friend, uh You know, it could be your mother, your father, someone that you might be able to reach out to and say, I don't know exactly what the problem is, but here are the symptoms or here are the things that's been happening to me. And I know that that spells that there is a problem, but I'm having difficulty identifying exactly what the problem is, right? And so, um, again, that's why I said it's so important for you to acknowledge that something is actually wrong, right? Sometimes we can't put our finger on it. But when we talk to someone or we go to help for someone, they can help us to identify exactly what it is. You know, we have to listen to our bodies. Our body gives us cues. You know, think about it like this. And I've used this example before. I know um, when I was doing the Facebook Lives in terms of if you can think of your, your body um, as a, a vehicle, Right. As a car. Um, you know, uh right now we have these, you know, these modern technology in cars that will tell us when something is wrong with the car, will tell us when we need a checkup, uh, when maintenance is required, right? Um, our body gives us that same cue. Um, but sometimes we overlook those cues, either because we're too busy, uh we just have too much going on. Um, there's so much chaos around us that we we, uh, we can't see the signs or we can't hear uh, the cues, right? We don't pay attention to the cues that our bodies are giving us because sometimes the loads that we're carrying are so heavy uh, that it causes us to overlook what we may be feeling or what we may be thinking, right? And so it's important for us that we listen to our bodies um, and that we uh, be attentive to the cues. Um, that our bodies are given to us. So when we have a problem, we call it out. (laughs) We speak on it, right? Now, I'm not saying that you blast it to the whole wide world. That's not what I'm saying at all. But I'm saying that when you have a problem, you have to confront that problem, right? You have to know what the problem is in order to address it, right? Right? So once you've acknowledged that there is an issue, right? You've, you've done everything you need to do to get to the root of it to help you discover what the problem is. Now that you know what the problem is, we have to actually confront that problem, right? We have to actually work on that problem, right? We gotta be able to say what the problem is in order to be able to address it. Many times we try to avoid the problem. We try to pretend like it just isn't there. Right. But avoidance avoidance doesn't make it better. It doesn't make it go away. The problem is still there. And so you have to deal with it sometimes. I know it may may be difficult or it may pose a challenge for you, but you have to face it. You have to be able to face that problem. Right to face it head on and to be able to deal with it. I know that sometimes that places us in a very difficult position. It puts us in a very uncomfortable position, right? Sometimes it's painful to even be able to acknowledge what that problem is, but we have to in order to be able to grow from it, in order to be able to heal from it, right? If you knew that you had a, let's just talk for a moment about what the problem actually is. Of course, if it's a physical problem, um, we know we will go to the doctor to, um, you know, get diagnosed, um, to get medication, to get the proper treatment that we need for it. But sometimes we will neglect even some physical cues that our body gives us, and that's not a good thing. You know, we end up, we have a lump in our breast, um, but we say, oh, you know, we keep putting it out, and then we don't go get checked or, let me even roll it back a little further because, you know, we sometimes get so busy, so caught up in life and taking care of everything um, that we have to take care of. Our families, right, catering to our husbands, chauffeuring our kids around, um, you know, being busy uh, building our businesses, being uh, busy being super at work, you know, just doing a whole lot of things that sometimes we neglect taking care of getting the routine care that we need, like a mammogram, all right, going in for our pap smears, Um, just taking care of our bodies, like the way that we're supposed to take care of our bodies. So sometimes we'll skip out on a dental appointment or we'll skip out on having a mammogram done Um, Sometimes it's intentional and sometimes it's not because, you know, when when you're really busy, the days roll into months and the months tend to roll into years. So you may not have even realized um, that you skipped out on having a routine evaluation, but it's possible, right? And so we've got to make sure we're more intentional about taking care of ourselves and doing what it is that we need to do to ensure our overall health, right? And not just our physical health, not just our physical being, but we are comprised of, of, of many other parts. And so we got to make sure that we're taking care of those parts. I've written a couple of articles, and I have to be very careful because uh, a lot of information um that I actually uh put in print form um I want you to be able to go and read those when they come out and not actually <laughs> give you all of the nuggets right here um on the radio show because then you want uh, probably want to go and read the article so um but I have written an article that talks about making you a priority and um Last year, I even did an event um, in which we talked about it. was an informal discussion, but it was a very good discussion. Um, we were all ladies, uh, women only, winning only women who were there, and we had a very good conversation about um, the need to put ourselves first and to take care of ourselves. Um, And so um, I hope to be doing that again. We did that last year in May, as a matter of fact, uh, with Fenika Miller um, of the Secede Co uh, Workspace. It's a co-workspace, beautiful facility there. And um, we had a uh, discussion there about the importance of self-care. And uh, I I just can't stress that enough. it's so important um, that a lot of uh, jobs or employers are actually um offering that uh to in to their employees um uh, because they know the importance of you know taking time off from work um just your overall health, like just not your physical health, but also your mental and your emotional health. So you got to make sure you're taking care of those. But in that article that I wrote, it talks about these different aspects that we have to make sure that we're addressing, right, not just our physical health and not just, surprisingly, not just our mental health either, but there's a lot that goes into ensuring that uh, our uh, well-being as a whole um, is being taken care of. So look out for that article. Um, I've written some uh, pretty good articles um, that will be coming out. Uh, to um, one of the the article uh, that I talked about making you a priority, that is going to be in the Rally Up magazine. Um, I also talked ab- about um, being in a position of comfort in a position of being very comfortable Um, and so that's going to be something that uh, I really encourage you to read uh, too. I think I've written about three articles now and I'm in the process of of trying to uh, complete uh, my very first book, a collaboration on my book so I'm very excited about that but I'll tell you more about that um, once I actually um, get it completed so I've been busy, not just busy talking like you know, on the radio show and on the TV show, but I've also been busy writing. Um, Because it's important to me, I really want to instill hope. I really want people to um, be able to identify with me um, so that in an effort, I hope that they will feel inspired and encouraged and motivated. Not that I'm just this you know a uh, totally awesome person or this person who has it all completely together, but I know where I came from, and I know what I had to grow through to get to where I am and to finally be okay with me being who I am and not always shrinking back or dimming my light for other people or discounting myself or discrediting myself, and you're going to help me use those words a lot uh, because it's it's what I did, and so I can speak what I know because it's what I've been through. It's my story, and so I come on here to share this with you. Um, if you hadn't told me two years ago that I would be doing something like this, you know, I, I would have vetted you that I would not have been doing this because to um I've always been a really private person um I've always been a person who took the you know took the back seat Um, I was like the the behind-the-scenes kind of girl and not really wanting to be out front. And so, um, but anyway, it's been, this has been a a journey for me, but it's been a good journey. Uh, And and the reason why I say it's been a good journey for me because my, my hope, my sincere prayer, my sincere prayer is that someone will get the healing that he or she needs. Um, so so that they could go on and live healthier lives and be the best version of themselves. So anyway, um, let me move because I know time goes really fast when we're having these conversations and I really enjoy being able to talk um, about things to help you get on your road uh, to greater, right? Because greatness is out there for all of us, um, but we have to work hard at it. So I just told you, like, when we have a problem, we gotta call it out, right? We can't, we can't avoid it. That's that's just the bottom line. Like, avoiding the problem doesn't make it go away, right? So when we've identified what the problems or what the problem is or what the problems are, because sometimes it's more than one problem, right? And if you have more than one problem, you tackle them. You don't have to take everything. You don't have to to attack all of the problems, like, at one time, right? Um, Designate them, like, you know, on their level of priority. What do I need to do first? What do I need to do second? And what do I need to do third, right? And so that's the way you deal with that. But when you have one specific problem that you're trying to work on, you want to make sure that you are looking for the solution or the solutions if it's more than one, Right. You would do the same thing for if you had multiple problems. You just may not be working on all the problems at one time. And that's okay. I don't want you to get overwhelmed or overloaded, right? I just want you to have the right amount of of. Whatever you need to 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 grow through the the issue that you have, so we're talking about healing here. So look, we're so you're looking for the solutions, right? And you're asking yourself these questions, right? You always know when we were in school, you talked about asking the what, the how, the when, the where, right? The who. This is basically what you're gonna do. I didn't put them in no no uncertain terms, right, first about who, but but these are the questions that you ask yourself. You know, what are the solutions, or what is the solution? How do I get the help I need to resolve the problem? When am I going to do it? Where do I go, you know? Who can help me with this? These are all questions that you can ask yourself, right? Or you can ask other people if you don't know. Remember, you don't have to do anything alone unless you just absolutely want to, right? If you're trying to work it out on your own, you know, you know, peace to you, right, if that's what you're trying to do. But if you, you know, don't be afraid to have these questions available to ask someone when you're trying to get the help that you need. You know what? And once you find out what works for you and you've gotten to the point where you feel like you can manage the problem, right, or that you've you've grown through it or that you've overcome it, you know, you keep record of it in case you find yourself in this situation again or if that problem comes back. You know, what did I do the last time when I had that problem? How did that work out for me? Who did I reach out to? So you have all of this, and that's what I mean by keeping record on it, right? Just keeping it, you know, somewhere where you can, you know, if it comes up again, then you will know what to do. But again, the biggest thing that we can do is engage in the preventative work, right? We take care of ourselves on the if we t- if we take care of ourselves on the front end, right? We can prevent problems down the road or on the back end. But a lot of times we tend to do things backwards. We wait until there's a problem, and then we start trying to find solutions to the problem. We jump into actions when we have a problem, right? But if we would take care of ourselves, if we would do the self-work, we would engage in self-care, be intentional about it. To do it on a regular and a routine basis, right? That would help us, right? That's what I mean by doing the preventive work. Putting things in place that will keep you from experiencing burnout. That will keep you from being overwhelmed. That will keep you from being mentally exhausted, right? That will keep you from wanting to, you know, from, from you know, from just being so overwhelmed, uh, with life because it's easy to become, um, to start drowning, right, to be, you know, barely able to keep your head above water. And so that's what I mean when I say we do the preventive work, right? We do things to intentionally take care of ourselves. And so, like I said, times go really fast when we're talking and having these conversations. And so let's talk about hope, right? Mm, hope. Hope. Hope is a powerful word uh, to me, um, but it's rooted in my um, religious belief, right? And um, I don't discredit you or discount you for what your religious belief is. Um, I respect you. For what your religious beliefs are, and I ask that you have that same amount of respect for me. Um, but because you know the Wild Radio Show is uh, is on a Christian platform, right? So, uh, so that's a part of who I am, and I don't make any apologies for my beliefs. Um, my beliefs are my belief, right? And so sometimes I will share that, but again, this is that type of platform, and so I feel right at home, um, and I'm actually encouraged to do so. So how do we have hope, and how do we keep hope alive, right? So I say, to me, I think it's all about having faith. You have to have faith in something. You have to believe in something, you know. So whatever your higher power is, right, right? is basically what I'm referring to. My belief is in God. I have faith in God. I believe in God. I believe in Jesus, right? So I believe that's where that's where my faith comes from, and that's where I put my faith uh, is, right? And so um, that is... So you have to have faith in something. You have to believe in something, right? And another one, a big one, is having that social support. Having people there that genuinely want to help you and that um, now hear me clearly because there is a big difference between someone helping you, right? Being able to provide the help that you really need and someone enabling you. You don't need anyone that's enabling you. You want someone who will render a support that will help you get on your feet and stay on your feet, right? You don't want an enabling because uh, that can lead to a codependent relationship leads you to be dependent on someone else, right? And that's a whole another conversation for a whole different time. So you have to have faith in something. You have to believe in something. You need to have social support, you know, someone that you can go to and that you can talk to, someone that, that you have a trusting, uh, a nurturing, a supportive relationship with. Uh, and you have to stay filled. Right? And how do you stay filled? You stay filled by uh reading positive and uplifting material, reading about other people who are doing wonderful things, who are doing positive things, who are making things happen. See yourself in their story, right? Put yourself in, in that magazine article when you're reading about someone who had a struggle and now they're on the upside of that struggle, right? Quote scriptures, right, if you are a believer in Christ, right, if you read the Bible, if that's your thing, right? Uh, quote quote your favorite poems, right, something that's uplifting to you. Do daily affirmations. Um, connect with positive people or with people who are where you want to be, right? You When I say stay filled, you're looking for Things that um, that's pouring into you, right? Things that are that's going to build you up, right? To give you that fuel that you need to keep running and to keep going, right? Uh, it's, it's the gas, right? When I say, what do you do to stay fuel? How do you stay motivated? That's that's the question, right? And then uh, another thing you can do is speak life, speak life, right? In order for you to have hope, in order for you to keep hope alive, you want to make sure that you're speaking life, right? And not necessarily that you're waiting for someone to speak positive words over you, but sometimes you have to speak over yourself. You have to be mindful of the words that you're speaking about yourself, too, right? It's important for you. Watch your words. Be kind to yourself. If you speak kind words to other people and about other people's situations, speak kind words to yourself and about your situation situation. Have that self-compassion. Again, that's a whole nother topic for a whole nother time. Ensure that others are speaking your language. Ensure that others are speaking positively to you, right, about you and into you. Um, and then the last thing I'm going to leave with you is that you have to take action. You have to take action You have to be responsible, right? You have to be responsible for doing the things that you know will keep you uplifted, the things that you know will keep you encouraged, the things that you know will help you keep hope alive, right? So listen, guys, we're out of time. I hope that I have come to you and that I have said something that has encouraged you, something that has inspired you. Something that has motivated you. Something that has called something to leap within you to want to do better, right? To want to live better, right? To feel better, to heal, right? And to have hope, right? So that you can continue to be awesome in your own individual walk. So that you can continue to be a woman of wisdom, a woman of influence, a woman of power, and a woman who wishes other women only well. A winning only woman. This is Sheron Gross. I am your marriage and family therapist, inspirational coach, motivational speaker. I am the host Wish Only Well Wow Wow Wish Only Well radio show. It has been a pleasure Flying solo with you guys tonight. I will see you again on next week, next Thursday. We have a special guest that's going to be here in the studio with me, another winning only woman. So I do hope that you will come back and join us for this conversation. Listen, guys, we have a real conversation on Wow. Real people. Real conversations with real people on WOW. To be in the know, you need to make sure you're listening to the WOW radio show. To be in the know, you need to make sure you're watching the WOW Wish Only Well live television show, which broadcasts on Wednesday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on ElevationTVNetwork.com. Until next time, guys, goodbye. But remember to WOW someone. And by WOW, I mean to wish only well all across the world.